I am probably the biggest fan of using technology in business specifically for finance functions. So I am a huge cheerleader for that. I think it makes a massive difference to automate a lot of the functions that, yes, with oversight, it allows you to run like with a really lean team and operate a business really efficiently. Now, you still need people because people bring the brain power and they really bring the team approach to running a business. But adding technology just makes everything run smoother. The financial crisis in 2008 froze entire sectors of consumer credit and global markets collapsed shut. The lack of availability and mortgages caused the issue of a credit crunch, which caused the explosion of fintech, breaking down the barriers of the financial services industry. But that was not the only change. From a micro level, the entire finance function began to shift, as CFOs now need to evolve with managing regulations around finance, labor and contracts, tax laws, and even risk management. The shift was particularly difficult with the evolution of the CFO role from more traditional revenue tracking and controlling associated with accounting and finance to more enterprise-wide strategic planning. But this was not a challenge for Lindsay Heed, the tech-savvy and forward-thinking CFO of J Public Relations. I'm your host, Danny Howe, and this is episode four of Spend Culture, a podcast dedicated to uncovering the stories of bold leaders who are redefining corporate America from the front lines of business. I think there's still a lot of companies out there that are lagging with kind of moving towards it. And I don't know if it's just unfamiliarity or just not comfortable with introducing technology into the process, but, and it may be just because of my background, being more from the computer, the coding side and understanding how things function in that light. Maybe that's why I'm such a big fan of it, but I do feel that there's a lot of companies who still are not on board when they see the solution as adding more people and more labor overhead, which is fine too, but I just think when you can add technology and support the people who are there and continue to grow the team with technology, I think you really can speed up and simplify a lot of the growth of the company. Now, Lindsay did not start her career in finance. In fact, as a graduate from Santa Barbara University, she was simply interested in how to foster innovation and growth in companies. With her background in operations and management information systems, she was mostly interested in how to improve efficiencies in companies using technology. For a matter of fact, she had an initial dislike for accounting and spreadsheets. However, after being given an opportunity by a valued mentor to launch and grow a capital management firm in 2004, her whole perspective took a 180-degree turn. Opportunity out of college to help a mentor of mine that I worked for during college um, help them launch a business, a money management firm. You know, I wasn't the biggest fan of accounting, believe it or not. Like going through school is pretty funny. I was like, well, I don't know. It's all these scenarios, this, that, and the other thing. And I, it was only because I hadn't been immersed in an entire business function from the ground up. And the minute I was helping launch a money management firm where we managed hedge funds and high net worth individual accounts, investment accounts, I realized how important it was to understand every little detail of finance in accounting. So I was just immersed in it. And that's when I realized that, wow, I actually do enjoy this because everything impacts something else. And every little part of the business that's operating relates to the money. So that's where I really was the switch for me. I think that was um, back in 2004. So it's been a long time where I finally realized, wow, I actually do enjoy this because it just plays into everything else that I had an interest in. Lindsay finally understood everything in a business relates to the money, which includes revenue and corporate spend. And in order to manage that more efficiently, she needed to see the bigger picture, not just from a finance or accounting perspective, but from a more holistic view. In order to solve the problems in a company and to truly strive for growth, she really had to think big. 
I think it's really, really important to know the big picture and have experience in a lot of different realms and a lot of different parts of business to be an effective CFO or whatever level I'm operating at, COO, you know, and I think that's super, super important. I never saw myself as an accountant. I just never did. I think I always saw myself as a financial operations leader or something like that. I don't know what exact tagline, but someone who would encompass every aspect of it. And I think launching straight into that as part of my career was helping to set up a a company from the ground up was a really great learning experience. And then I always had an interest in fast growing startup mentality companies. So then I was with J Public Relations when they were relatively newer, I would say, and was on a fast path for growth when I was a consultant. And then I joined a tech startup up in Seattle. Lindsay first joined J Public Relations as a controller in the October of 2010. After a fruitful career of consulting, leading the growth of a capital management firm and working in operations as a hedge fund manager. However, the PR industry is not so straightforward as revenues are unpredictable and spend is even harder to manage. Although the perks of running a PR firm means that you don't have to deal with product development costs and shipping costs, there are other challenges that Lindsay faces. So labor costs is our number one expense item. So we have to constantly keep that in line with our revenue or tracking against our revenue to make sure we're not out of line. And then on top of that, it's just the overhead and the basic spend to run the offices and also travel because we are traveling between offices. Right now we operate four different offices. We're in San Diego, Santa Monica, New York City, and the UK. So as you imagine, there is some travel in between offices with some of our teammates. Separately from that, you know, I have a small team. We have an accounting manager, we have an accounting specialist, and then an HR role who oversees a lot of the things that go on with J Public Relations. And we have a ton of systems and processes in place that allows for multiple steps of oversight through the process to ensure cost containment, keeping our expenses low, and also seeing what those expenses are made up of. But really, the biggest challenge is the uncertain nature of the business. Some of these costs cannot even be predicted until it occurs, along with the clients that come and go. The unknown. (laughs) One month, we may have a really big trip that we help coordinate on behalf of a client that may not be, not that it's not known, it just hasn't been on the radar. We don't know the exact number of media that will be attending, things like that. So you can't always know what that's going to look like month over month. You can have an idea. And so, you know, my job is obviously plan for the upswing and the downswing on expenses and understand what they look like. So once in a while, I think it's just knowing and keeping tabs on, you know, what do we have in the pipeline? What's happening? How are we managing clients? But a lot of those costs actually get billed back to clients. So that's also the other thing is how long do you carry costs and bill them back to clients? With the media industry on its decline, Lindsay has noticed that some of their clients has cut their PR budgets, although business has been going strong. The determined Lindsay is unfazed, confident that with the proactive team culture and a mind for innovation, that the firm will continue to succeed. And that means giving her team the responsibility to spend wisely. This also means entrusting them with their own company credit card. I think from my standpoint, when I'm planning for the future, I'm planning for the worst case scenario, obviously to allow us some room and some wiggle room on expenses that we incur. So, you know, a lot of my planning will involve, okay, we could technically spend up to X dollars a month and be in the green and still be good and all that stuff. But then the one challenge comes into play where we have a lot of credit cards, a lot of users have credit cards and things like that. And um, the visibility is a little bit challenging to see before it happens. So I think the controls we put in place are more so 
on the employees to take it upon themselves to spend and use their card with integrity. And I think that is the biggest thing that happens when obviously you have card users in your company is making sure that they're using them properly. So we use a couple different systems where, you know, expense systems where we're able to review everything before we actually process expense reports and go back to the employees and if they use them incorrectly, we'll go back to them to reimburse us and things like that. But that is a big challenge. And I know it's a challenge with fast growing companies is controlling the spend and keeping the internal controls in place and have it be efficient. That's a big challenge too, is like we operate so quickly in everything that our company does. It's like us on the accounting side of things, it's hard to go back and forth and make sure that they're turning their focus on getting answers back to us on questions on the expenses they incur and actually not correcting them, but, you know, making sure they're handled properly and treated properly. From that standpoint, me, you know, looking forward as a CFO, it's planning for the worst. And then on the internal controls, it's my team doing all the oversight and the review and then going back to our team members to make sure they're spending properly. Lindsay has figured out a way to financially manage an efficient and lean PR agency. Rather than asserting controls, we're pushing a budget onto the operations itself Lindsay truly believes that giving her employees the power to make decisions from the bottom up is the culture that she wants to promote as a CFO, a proactive spend culture. Is empowering our employees to be responsible for their spending and treat it like their own. I mean, that's the biggest thing we tell them is, look, this is your card and treat it like it's your own. And if there's expenses on there that you incur that are inaccurate, come to us and we would expect you would come to us. So we're really trying to empower them and instill in them that, you know, use it like this is your company. And if you're not using it that way, it really is technically taking from the company and we can't have that. So everyone's done a really, really good job. And I think it's more, they come to us more in fear of spending. It's so funny. In fear of like spending too much most of the time, or they feel terrible if they accidentally charge something. Uber seems to be a big one because they put their cards on their, you know, it's automatic. And so they click the card and it goes straight to the default or whatever. But um, we run into that a couple of times and they'll come to us, be proactive and say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But I think we've really instilled in our culture that, you know, you're responsible for your spending and this is your card and you have to treat it that way, like it's your own. But to complement the more human side of things, Lindsay also believes in transforming the way companies operate using technology and not just using a system to manage, but choosing the right tools to fit the business. Oftentimes, the finance team is the one to make reactive decisions, and huge enterprise tools such as ERPs are catered to the finance and accounting functions, giving little to no visibility to employees from other functions. To Lindsay, however, a good system is not just about the features, but also being able to be adopted properly. In addition, it needs to evolve with the needs of the business. I think, I mean, just going back to it's going to be like a shit show. Like you said, I think there's going to be a lot of challenges. I don't know. I mean, using all this technology has to work properly and has to be reviewed consistently on a regular basis to make sure it's really serving the company. I mean, I know there's different things that we've taken on and signed up for that really served us at one point, but now it's been like not used properly. So the data might not be as relevant, if that makes sense, in the system, because it has to be kind of a, a living, breathing system that you work in constantly. It just has to be adopted and then used constantly. And I don't know, I think over time, if it's not serving, you have to make a quick change. And again, that goes back to that change management piece. But I feel like it can go both ways and it is going to be a challenge as, as companies grow and as more technology comes on board picking the right one and then getting rid of the right one when it's not serving you anymore. So it doesn't become like this crazy cluster of like all those platforms that are not serving the company. 
What is truly remarkable about Lindsay's way of thought is that she is not just truly defining the role of finance from the front lines, but she is humanizing the function as a whole. Her bold style of leadership and cultivating personal growth and culture stands out from the rest of her peers, away from the traditional form of management that is slowly being phased out with the new rise of a leaner, more fast-paced mentality. Perhaps it's her roots of being evolved as a growth catalyst for a growing business, or perhaps it's her love for the startup mentality. However, even with the successful growth of J Public Relations and her own role as the CFO, Lindsay realizes that this form of thinking is still hard to grasp for others. I think it's really, really important to flip everything upside down. You know, there's no right way. You just constantly have to look at what's working, what's not working. And if something's not working, make a change quickly, if you can. I always say if something's going wrong and not going right, it's like, what's the consistent factor? It's typically yourself. And so if you have something to do with it, you would probably look at yourself first and then figure out how you can change your approach or maybe how you know things are going, how you're addressing it, that that would be the number one way. But to preserve the culture, I think it's going to be constantly evolving. So you have to constantly look at it and evaluate it and see what's working. Thank you so much for listening in today. Do you also have an interesting story to share with us? In that case, we're all ears. Please write to me at danny.how at procurify.com. That's D-A-N-I dot H-A-O at procurify.com. And we could host you on the very next episode of the Spend Culture podcast. This podcast was sponsored by Procurify. Purchase automation software that is reinventing the way companies spend. Please visit our website at www.procurify.com to learn more and mention this podcast to get a complimentary demo.